We're coming from the bottom up, grassroots. There are other companies that are coming from the top down, and that's also very important. We think that we can meet them halfway. And, and we think the bottom up grassroots approach is far more powerful and more sustainable. If we can empower millions and millions, hundreds of millions, <laughs> billions of people are going to be empowered by Bitcoin. If we can move the needle just a little faster on that, even if it's like one small business at a time, get them Bitcoin into their pocket before all the corporations, you know, do this faster. I think it's really going to level the playing field. I'm not anti-corporation. I'm pro-small business. Welcome to the Builders in Bitcoin podcast, a podcast about the people who bring Bitcoin to life. I'm your host, Rod, and I go by the handle BitKite on Twitter. I had the pleasure of speaking with the founder of Oshi and my good friend, Michael Atwood. In this episode, we discuss and dig into what Oshi is and how it works, overcoming the current friction associated with onboarding small businesses to Bitcoin, Michael's experience organizing the Austin Bitcoin meetup, and a lot more. I definitely enjoyed this conversation, and I hope you will too. So let's just jump right in. Michael, welcome back to Nashville. How the heck are you? I'm great. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here, Rod. I think it's like fifth time or more. <laughs> I don't know. More. By the sixth. way, I, I did find your charger in my garage. And you did? I, I did. And I think I left another charger here too. And I'm like, I don't even know where I left it. I'm just losing things here. It's a donation to the, to the Bitcoin You and park. many of our friends in uh, all over the country. Um, chargers like Sahil left, I think, his uh, MacBook charger here and others. They've just a lot of really cool collectibles for us to uh, put into our uh, quote unquote lost and found. But <laughs> regardless of that, uh, welcome back. Thanks for bringing the family. Um, oh, yeah. And thanks for always showing up. Uh, you know, one quick story before we jump into the pod. I was always, when we first met, I was just like, um, this guy, I'm super skeptical. <laughs> he's just showing up at our meetups and then he's offering, you know, Bitcoin and his Oshi app, which is so brand new. And I'm like, well, when somebody shows up for the first time, I'm like, all right, you know, we'll see if they show up the second time. And then you showed up the second time. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, still like, you know talking about Bitcoin and offering up to the community uh, rewards and such. I'm like, yeah, it's still skeptical. Yeah. And he showed up again. And I'm like, man, this guy keeps showing up <laughs> here in Nashville. And he's not even like close. You know, That's probably what the business owners think about me too. They're like, where the fuck is this guy coming from? Well, I will say this. Um, I'm not, I'm very bad at many freaking things in life. One thing I'm decent at is showing up and being consistent. And that is, that's why I think now we've developed a really good relationship because you do just show up, my man. And um, it's been awesome just to see you personally grow, the business grow. And uh, now I'm like super bullish on not only just um, figuring out ways for small business owners to uh, create new ways to um, develop relationships with customers, you know, so acquire and retain customers. Um I think there's a, a real cool opportunity for product market fit with Oshi. Um, so for those folks that are listening in to me ramble a little bit, let me just ask you the, the high-level question, in, which is, and explain it to our audience, like, what is Oshi? All right. So, well, first of all, great story. I love that story because it, it, it is like the whole, you know, don't trust verify thing. And I think we all have this. Even like me, I don't even like shilling Oshi too much. I feel awkward at this stage and it like just in general 
You know, I'm like, I'm just going to do my thing and just keep showing up. But uh, I think that's going to change a little bit because we're, we're getting a little closer to, you know, really launching this. So When you reach escape velocity, which I believe you will, you'll see it won't be so much you anymore. Um, I think you'll see many of these businesses. Like remember Yelp? Uh, I think in a weird way it was like they had stickers on their restaurant. I don't know if they still do this anymore, but they have like stickers on the restaurants that says like, reviewed on Yelp or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, I, I can see a world where there's Oshi stickers. It's like earn Bitcoin by shopping here yeah. or, you know, pull up your Oshi app and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I digress a little bit. Yeah. TripAdvisor, Yelp, like Groupon. There's there's a lot of overlap between all of those sort of things, like even a DoorDash sort of thing. I mean, these things blew up and they started with like a very difficult problem to solve which is it's really like a chicken or the egg. Like, how do you get the businesses to use it? How do you get the customers to use it? It's a similar problem, except what we're doing is we're crazy. And we're like, we also get them to use Bitcoin too. <laughs> so <Yeah>. there's a, <laughs> the orange chicken and the egg. Totally. So so what is Oshi to, uh, right. for the audience? Yeah, so from a really high level, um, it's effectively just a, a great way to incentivize businesses to start accepting Bitcoin and a great way to incentivize consumers whether you're a hardcore Bitcoiner or like just getting started or have no idea what Bitcoin is, at least get exposure. And then inevitably, in my opinion, incentive to use Bitcoin. Because if you use Bitcoin as a consumer, it's going to help the business save in and, and fees. It's going to help give them greater marketing abilities. Like we accept Bitcoin. Like, um, and yeah, I mean, as a business, they can also hold some on their balance sheet if they so choose. It's, it's really about using the tools. So yep. we help incentivize people to use the tools, whether they understand Bitcoin or not. So I love it. I'm going to explain my experience um, uh, working with local small businesses for a second. And then I do want to get into how it actually, like the mechanics of uh, onboarding businesses and how people uh, as consumers should be utilizing OSHA. But um, I think, you know, I'm curious to know your experience, but small business owners just care about fulfilling orders, you know, like I, know I keep using Beck's coffee or Gento coffee here now, um, whether it's slide hustle, who does great sliders at our meetups, they just want to sell a cup of coffee to a customer and get paid. They want to create a great, uh, slider a side of fries and get paid. And so when there's additional friction, unless they're super orange pilled and they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. that friction's cool. Because, which is rare. Yeah. Which is rare. Like, how do you, in your experience, how do you overcome that friction? Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe some people think that whenever I go, and I even really stopped using this term like orange pill business, because generally we're not orange pilling them. Uh, Maybe we're Oshi pilling them. But we're just basically saying, look, you know, we can get you set up to offer Bitcoin rewards to your customers. You already run different loyalty programs. You have like square stars or you have you use the toast point of sale. They have different loyalty things. You have mm-hmm. coffee punch cards. You have happy hour specials. You have these different things, incentives, rewards, whatever, to bring more customers to you. Um, you know, on, on one hand, it's like there are Bitcoin rewards on a bunch of different debit and credit cards now. The problem is for you as a business owner, you not only do not have the the – um, ability to choose how many rewards you want to give whenever that customer swipes their card to get the Bitcoin rewards. And this is a growing industry too. Like it's like, look, this is big. Like this is the next rewards, you know, structure 
It's a Bitcoin rewards. But also, whenever they come in and swipe their card, you're getting charged the same processing fees you're already ha- you, you always have been, which is more or less a cost of doing business for them at this point. They don't even care. Oftentimes, they don't even know how much they're getting charged, really. It's like, yeah, it's what it is. So, you know, we come in and we're like, look, you can offer Bitcoin as an incentive for customers to keep coming back and to bring in new customers that maybe you haven't already had. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if you as a business owner could offer a little sliver of Tesla stock every single time your customers bought a coffee, right? And like all of them are like, oh yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, like you can't do that. That's illegal. But, but <laughs> <laughs> what you can do is you can offer Bitcoin rewards to your customer. And Bitcoin is far more interesting. And it's, it's, it's better, like, it's just better in general. Like, giving your customers Bitcoin, like, we're trying to turn these small businesses into a modern-day Bitcoin faucet for their communities. And the main pitch kind of come up full circle here. It's like, we're going to help bring you more customers. And at the very least, the very least, you're going to save money whenever this Bitcoin fanatic yeah. comes in and pays. Or we can incentivize regular people to do it too. Um, you're going to build more loyalty and you'll be able to like scream from the rooftops, hey, we accept Bitcoin. Yeah. We're cool. <laughs> so I, I, I freaking love that. Um, I do think people m- make decisions based off some sort of pain or there's some sort of like angst that they're feeling in the business, whether sales are lower or they're looking to grow the business to outcompete, you know, X, Y, or Z uh, and so on. Um, and they have to have there's got to be somebody inside that small business, even medium-sized business, whatever else have you, that's like a mobilizer that's like, I'll take on this crazy Bitcoin project. Like, who do you talk to? Uh, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but like walk me through what – who – are you walking in the store? Are you Who are you <laughs> talking to? It's like, hey, I want to talk to the big guy. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who do you actually even pitch? Yeah, so this has changed over time, um, you know – I first try to reach out via email. That pretty much never works. Uh, they're getting hammered with emails, marketing emails all the time. The interesting thing is we did some we did do some research on this, and yeah, they they open up almost every single like Bitcoin email though because it's like interesting. Yes, they're intrigued. Yep, they're like and they Ooh. forward it along. By the way, they're like, yeah. oh, I got that my one Bitcoin friend. Let me forward along to him. Can he or she verify that? For right. Me? Do some like yeah, this guy's skeptical. I'm skeptical of him. Let me right. go get some fact-checked and, yeah. Yeah, like, we, we sent out a bunch of emails to some businesses in the Austin area. And um, what was interesting is at one point we we got uh, kind of, like, the read receipts back, right? And, like, what percentage? And it was, like, 180%. We're like, what? Doesn't make any sense. Because it kept opening them up, like, over and over. Like, all yeah. these businesses just kept opening them up. Like, let me refer back to this. What was this email again? Like, let me look at this. It wasn't enough to really close any deals. But, sure. like, they're intrigued. So, that doesn't work <laughs> generally. Um, the next step is just walking in the door and hoping you catch the owner, um, which is really tough. I, I typically need to catch the owner. Yep. The managers I found in general, like some are absolutely awesome, but it's, it's all it all comes down to the owner. Yep. You got to catch the owner. So finding businesses where the owner is there more often than not is important. That's going to save you a totally. lot of time. So, so what in my experience. Actually, I remove Bitcoin from the equation, you know, and, and Slim mm-hmm. brought this up on the pod we recorded a couple of days ago, which is you don't go to a rancher and just start talking Bitcoin. You talk, you go to a rancher, you shake his hand and, and kind of understand like, 
what his day-to-day is, how his life, and so on, so that you can figure out ways, if at all, to mm-hmm. help him, mm-hmm. right? And there's a, a mutual value-for-value value potential there as well because there's probably, like, characteristics associated with an owner. Like, if they have at AOL.com, yeah. probably not going to be uh, onboarding into Bitcoin, you know? We find yeah, follow two. up with me at, you know, fruitloops 42 at AOL.com. <laughs> um, uh, but if they're like, oh, yeah, I actually do have I, – I, my, my son downloaded this moon wallet and sent me some Bitcoin. So, like, tell me a little bit more. That's a signal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I do agree with on the owner side. Um, and we are have a little bit – not to talk my book or our book of business over here. But I do think um, cre- <laughs> we're going to create some exp- cool experiences and bring small businesses in and actually help them. Uh, sell their products if they're good products that we really like um, and enjoy consuming um, with the Bitcoin Park brand Mm -hmm. and uh, do it together. So there's going to be more on that to come in 2023. I don't know if I'm going to touch on it just right now, (laughs) um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm stoked for it. And But what you're kind of highlighting a little bit there is the fact that present value to the business owner. Like you can't just cold walk in and try to sell them on anything, much less Bitcoin is even a harder sell because they get, you know, maybe defensive. They don't understand how it works. It seems, you know, you don't know what their, um, like, you know, Bitcoin predisposition is. But walk in and say, hey, look, I'm going to bring you more customers (laughs) with this one simple trick, (laughs) you know, right? And especially if you have community support, like what you're doing at Bitcoin Park, they, 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 they get in there and you bring them people and they're like, this is cool. Totally. So you know? not to uh, change gears, but why – okay, what's your background and why spend your time in the in this rewards industry space? Yeah. Because all the things you could be doing in Bitcoin, why this? Yeah. So I uh, – so my background, I was a – I've always been a, an entrepreneur at heart. I'm like an idea guy. Like I love and, – and once I get into something, I get really into something. And uh, I was searching for that something – I have a business degree. I didn't do any business, anything really, other than just my own little pet projects. Uh, and I realized quickly, like, you know, I don't really want to be in a cubicle right now. I don't really know where else to go. So, you know, my family, uh, my mom in particular, she was a nurse. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a travel nurse. I'm going to, so I became an, uh, an ICU travel nurse. I went up wow. to Northern California um, and I just started doing that. And, it, you know, basically I work three days a week, you know, about 40 hours a week, 12, 12, 13 hour shifts. And then I have four days a week to discover something new that I want to find and just, you know, use this passion that I have (laughs) to really pursue it. And it was on my first travel assignment. It was like year two as a nurse in 2017. I stumbled across Bitcoin. I heard a little bit about it before. Like I listened to an Andreas Antonopoulos, I think on Joe Rogan podcast, in like 2015, 2016. Super interesting. I was really intrigued by it. Um, but anyway, I, I stumbled upon it. And then before you know it, I was like learning about Lightning too, like 2018. Um, and I was running a small meetup. And I was just sorry, trying. Where was the meetup? In Redding, California. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple oh, of guys. Yeah, they're here. They're awesome guys. Yeah, so I kind of kicked that off. They took it over. They've like, 
they've done an amazing job of it. So I kind of left it in amazing hands. Hell yeah. But what I did before I left is I started trying to find ways in which I can get the community more involved. Because we had like three people show up to the meetup. Uh-huh. It was also like during all the lockdowns and stuff. We just kept doing the meetup. It was great. And um, I said, okay, like something's got to give. I need to show people about Bitcoin because I can tell them about Bitcoin all day, but I need to get the community involved somehow. And so I went to a business owner. I was like, hey, we want to do something cool. Myself and JP, my co-founder of Oshi, we started making this app to where people can like buy stuff and earn like Bitcoin cash back, right? Uh, And we're like, hey, would you run a happy hour special on Oshi? And we're going to bring you a bunch of people. Same concept where you're talking. We're going to bring you a bunch of people and have like a little party. And they're all going to be paying with Bitcoin. Whenever they pay with Bitcoin through Oshi, they're going to get like 30% sats back. So instead of 30% off happy hour special, they're just going to get like 30% in free Bitcoin whenever they buy a beer, just like using Strike or whatever, right? And so people showed up, like 30 or 40 people. These meetups are normally like three people. And so in the mechanics of that, okay, let's just say there's 30 drink tickets on Oshi. Right. That they give, and let's say a drink is $5 or let's mm-hmm. use a 10, I mean, yeah. big, t- big ticket item, but $10 yeah, yeah. for a drink. Yeah. And then they're 30% off. So there's seven bucks. So walk me through that exact process because basically instead of just having 30% off drinks, the Oshi's the one that's rewarding it. And the store owner is the one uh, pay, uh, fulfilling you with the $7. Is that yeah. Yeah. So basically in this case, yeah, let's say it's a $10 beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, we have the cheapest beer. Oh, actually, <laughs> go on. Okay, yeah. So let's, so let's say it's a, let's say it's a $10 beer and the owner says, yeah, I mean, we run a happy hour special anyway, $3 off, 30% off. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do, let's incentivize people to come here. Cause whenever they buy a beer at like normal retail price, they're going to get 30% back in free Bitcoin. So they get $3 in free Bitcoin. And for them, like in this case, just for ease of use, we had them get strike. So for them, it's like, they're just sending dollars. They're paying when they're getting $3 in free Bitcoin. So we had all these people that had never, never even sent a Bitcoin payment, much less lightning now, like using lightning. And they're like, this is cool. They're like, for maybe for us here, like, we're like, yeah, we've done this a million times. Like, yeah, it's profound. But I mean, yeah, it's just, you're just sending money. Like, but for these people, it was like game changing. And the sats are sitting in an Oshi wallet? Yeah. So the sats are sitting on Oshi as like rewards, but you can withdraw them at any time. Yep. Like over lightning. Yep. So awesome. right away, we're like, hey, take your sats off. You can even pay like invoices technically like from that wallet too. It's not really, I wouldn't really call it a, it's a rewards balance. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've unfortunately gone through too much uh, money transmitter and MSB, MBS, whatever the F it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's such a weird <laughs> dynamic in that world. But um, right. that is dang cool. Yeah. And I feel like there's direct hand-to-hand um you know, salesmanship and needing to onboard and hopefully the platform grows. But now the next phase I see is just this word of mouth grassroots style. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, tomorrow and the next day, uh, we're hosting over like, about a hundred meetup organizers from all over the U S and I believe the world, we have a couple of people traveling from overseas, which, um, is simply amazing. But, um, that's why I'm so excited for you. It, by the way, again, we're going to change gears. Austin Bitcoin club. Yeah. I hear 
amazing things and you <laughs> yeah. took taking that over and yeah. you've just absolutely crushed it. And now it's like hundreds of people are showing up. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm crazy. You didn't even tell me about this. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'm doing this thing. And I'm like, okay. And then other people are hitting me up like, oh, hey, have you seen what Atwood's doing with uh, Awesome Bitcoin Club? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's just blown up like none other. <laughs> it's uh, It's a lot of fun. I, you know, I definitely have an affinity for like, I love... Yeah, like I'm the rod of Austin now, man. How you did? Like I'm kind of like sort of behind the scenes of it all. Like I'm trying to piece together the panels, like piece together, bring people in, like managing the meetup page. You know, um, yeah, you know, I, I really, I, I, I'm just all about community for me. Like I want to get people involved without just having to preach to them about like the same old message. That's critically important, but most people just don't care. So it's like yo, bringing people in, giving something that, you know, the Bitcoiners want to hear, but also exposing uh, the everyday person to Bitcoin in different ways. So yeah, I mean, we have panels. We, we're going to spin up like we're going to, we put it on podcasts. We record it. We record everything. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a little different than what you guys do here. Um, but you know, yeah, we, we record it and we Do you guys have it. your own feed? Do you guys have your own feed now? Like RSS feed? Like or, uh, is an awesome Bitcoin club, like podcast feed? I'm, or, I, I'm in the process of, of spinning that up. I've okay, just cool. been busy. That's the other thing. People are like, wait, so you're doing Oshi? And now you're doing this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> so uh, I love that. And uh, believe it or not, m- not the meetup um, and probably not the uh, Bitcoin Park open houses and workshops. And then mm-hmm. uh, very grateful for Steve Myers, who's going to be leading our monthly uh, Bitcoin Lightning and um, other development news and updates um, each and every month. Um, but when we do host these amazing uh, events like mm-hmm. Grassroots Bitcoin, uh, we're, Matt and I are planning to do 10 events in 2023, Yeah, which uh, ambitious. Um, we're having such amazing panels and amazing people that are just under the radar, over the radar, whatever they be. Right. Um, and then after we've implemented, and I forget if we talked about this earlier, but um, this kind of Bitcoin park um, uh, social media photo policy, which is like you know, we're going to wait 10 days or so mm-hmm. um, before we post anything. So mm-hmm. this podcast will be, you know, seven to 10 days uh, post right. uh, the event. But I bring all that up is we're actually going to uh, announce a Bitcoin Park uh, podcast feed. Amazing. That's yeah. the way. It's, There's too much signal here, right? You got to spread it. It's, I know. It's it, the way. You know, we have... <laughs> at one of the meetups, this one guy gets up. He's like, I, I don't have a question, but I have a comment. And because uh, I think it was like when Preston and Jack Maulers and yep. like, you know, Larry Leopard and like all these just, I mean, I, I'm forgetting like 30 people. You were there. I mean, mm-hmm. like every just people. I remember audience, this guy, I think. Yeah, he stood up and he said, like, if the people that are okay taking a picture, can we all just get out together and right. all like the 200 of us that are okay, can we all get a picture together? And I was right. like, you know what? Totally. And like, you felt that, right? Yeah, I felt that. Um, I did too. I was like, oh, you know, I get it. I get it. But you can't but, be doing that either. <laughs> but but from a protocol perspective, right? Uh, I appreciate the enthusiasm around wanting to do that. Right. But from a binary mm-hmm. yes or no, once you'd start deviating and saying, yeah, you can kind of do this or you can kind of do this, mm-hmm. like here's the hardcore no, and here's what you can post um, the event and so on. Because right. we want to first and foremost default to respecting individual um, mm-hmm. uh, privacy and exactly. respect uh, folks. Heck, I mean, you, your beautiful family's here. You, you feel comfortable enough to bring the family here yeah. and uh, set up shop. And yeah, yeah. that warms my heart to no end. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And then going back to that, which is the point I wanted to make before we went on this tangent, <laughs> which is um, so many Bitcoin meetup organizers are such a rare, crazy breed. Like talk about servant leadership without like actually getting really, I mean, right. the fulfillment is in the, somebody's eyes lighting up by using, uh, like buying coffee for the first time, by seeing a Bitcoin miner in a black box humming for the mm -hmm. first time, mm -hmm. to seeing Bitcoin art on the wall and saying, wait, I can use, wait, this is somebody created this and it's around Bitcoin right. and art. What's this Pepe frog? Yeah. You know, and it's and it's bringing Bitcoin to life in those real world applications. And then, with your background, you know, the uh, being an ICU nurse to doing this now uh, with Oshi, it's uh, now it seems like natural to me that you're running the Awesome Bitcoin Club meetup, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's just you find purpose in doing it, and it's also f hopefully fulfilling for your business objectives. Yeah, I I keep it. Like I said, I'm not a good Oshi shill. I keep it very separate. I'm very cautious. I don't ever want to come off as basically how, like we said at the start of the podcast, you're like, I don't know about you. Like, I don't know you yet. Like, why are you telling me about this thing? I try to keep it very separate. But what I what I do believe in is that just in, by introducing people to Bitcoin in some capacity in a more like applicable, practical sense, I think, you know, like I said, we're laying the foundation for businesses to be using it and co consumers to be using it in mass. And I think that's going to move the needle dramatically. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're building a community and educating them on all things Bitcoin. Um, and ultimately, you know, we're going to have this great foundation to build a, a Bitcoin city upon. Right. And that's exactly what you guys are doing here. You, you know, it's funny. Um, so we may get in a little bit of a debate. I think we're, we're going to agree, which is, you know, even when people are talking about Bitcoin City or uh, I, I think the brand Bitcoin Park is great. Mm -hmm. uh, down the road, I think that we're going to probably remove the word Bitcoin, right? Because you know, what do you, you go to? You, there's you're wearing a T-shirt. Is that Internet Magazine over there? Is yeah. it? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, people are going to a to the Internet Conference. Yeah, the uh, internet conference. The money hey, conference. Yeah, you're going to Money Park or internet. Well, <laughs> I will make the point there. There were internet cafes, or there right. may still be. You know, or there probably still are um, right. all across the world. But I think at the end of the day, Bitcoin's just a tool, right? And we're creating applications and uh, products and services to help uh, people acquire uh, and retain and use uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, in whatever way they feel is applicable to them. Totally. Uh, yeah, I think we're, there's kind of a new shift. It's like, uh, you know, 2018 Bitcoin was like, you know, I always say like masters of slaves and money. Uh, like all these different fantastic resources that, you know, sent me further down the rabbit hole. All the books, I've, I've read almost all of them. Like any Bitcoin book I get my hands on and it's all fantastic, but it's mostly describing like the philosophy or like what Bitcoin is. I think we're transitioning a little more uh, especially with, with lightning, like how to use it, even if you don't understand what it is and, you know, kind of coming back to these businesses, you can use it, even if you don't understand it, even if you don't want it, but it's going to be really good for you. And it's going to be really good for Bitcoin, <laughs> whether they realize it or not. Um, and the tools, I mean, like the strike and the cash app, look, I get it. Oh, it's KYC. It's, I get it. That's all completely relevant. Trade off. But also, I started on a KYC exchange. Yep. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It's like, look at me now. Like, I eat, you know, 
<laughs> sleep and yeah. breathe Bitcoin 24-7. And I've leveled up across the board in my privacy, my secure everything. And I want to make sure that everybody has that opportunity as as easy as possible. We've had to continuously lower the barrier to entry there. Like I came at it like, I'm going to come with the businesses. You want to accept Bitcoin? We're going to do this. And some of them said, yeah. And then we like, okay, but not enough. So we lowered it. Yeah. Okay. You want to offer Bitcoin rewards? And more of them said, yeah. But still, it was like a little hard. And then it's like, look, we're going to bring you all these customers. Yep. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And we keep lowering it, you know, not our standards, but just our onboarding process and our message. And yeah, it, it is, you know, this is overused, but it's like a Trojan horse sort of scenario here um, where eventually, in theory, we could just tell them, you have Cash App? Of course I have Cash App. You can use Cash App at any of these businesses here. And you can earn free Bitcoin whenever you use Cash App, whether with Oshi or we have some other offerings that we'll have inevitably in the future. That'll just make it so easy for these businesses to like tap into this crowd. You go, oh, just pay with Cash App. Totally. But it's all about the incentives. Yep, incentives. <laughs> like I would replace the word rewards with incentives. We're, we're a rewards app yeah. effectively, but really what, we, what we're really trying to do is incentivize the consumers and the businesses to use Bitcoin as a tool. Totally. And yeah, there's there's the rewards, but yeah, incentives or whatever. Rewards simplify, is a little buzzword. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Right. Removing as much friction, especially as the business owner, now being a business, like multiple business owner, a small business owner, mm -hmm. I have way too many uh, things I got to worry about. The last thing I got to worry about is, uh, I, I should worry about is sending an invoice or right. um, paying somebody. Or by the way, how does the account, like I'm, I'm mm -hmm. curious on the accounting side because Look, as a small business owner, you get, probably have a QuickBooks account and, you know, you just – you want to make it as simple as possible and pay as least amount to your accountant to then file your taxes and pay the least amount of taxes. Mm -hmm. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Mm -hmm. It may from the outside looking in that even though they want to acquire new customers through your amazing incentive app. By the way, I like <laughs> there you that. Go, yeah. It just seems like maybe on the back end it could add more angst and confusion and trouble. So how right. do you solve on the accounting side? Yeah, and a lot of this we kind of defer to the lighting service providers that we get the businesses set up with. Like they have dashboards you can export to CSV. Like Ibex, for example, has like it automatically puts in the cost basis whenever you receive the Bitcoin in the CSV file, you know, so that if a business owner is concerned or, you know, they just want to be able to download this and send it over to their to their accountant, you know, at the end of the, of the tax year, they can do that. Um, but a lot of businesses right now, they're, I wouldn't say they're particularly concerned about it, um, at least if we're talking about like local, you know, brick and mortar businesses, because they're likely not going to have enough Bitcoin transactions yet to like really give them too much of a tax headache. A lot of them are like, look, I'm just going to keep this. I'm just mm -hmm. going to keep this and hold it until it becomes an issue whereby I'm having to uh, like actually cash some of this out to pay my bills, to pay my suppliers to pay, you know, whatever it may be, because too many people are using Bitcoin. And if that becomes the main issue, like, we're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. So many people are paying with Bitcoin now. I need to download this CSV file and send it over to my account. Yep. Not, not a bad deal. No, agreed. And and, yeah. and that's where that, that pain, where you're rewarded for that effort in terms of new customers, because at the end of the day, hopefully you're not acquiring that same customer over and over. For example, and that's why right. I think uh, 
Bitcoin and an app like Oshi can be so valuable for a small business owner because it could be so sticky. Right. I had a, um, a family friend who is a chairman of, uh, of a, a couple of different um, publicly traded fast food companies. And uh, we were having dinner and he's like, right at the end of the day, it's like the wallet share, you know, and you open up your wallet for lunch. People look at it and say, okay, I had hamburger on Monday. I had uh, Mexican on Tuesday. I had Chinese on Wednesday. I'm going to have a salad, you know, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then Friday tomorrow, I'm going to, you know, have a barbecue or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, the goal is to figure out ways to go uh, and get, you know, if you're like, let's say, uh, slinging tacos, Mm -hmm. how do you go from one day of uh, uh, mind share or wallet share Mm -hmm. to two days? That'll create change your business dramatically. So, right. what are those incentives? What are those uh, daily reward or daily offers, and so on? Now, with an app like Oshi, mm-hmm. you figure it out. This, like you said, a Trojan horse, and it's like, hey, there's another way to incentivize a new audience to come, and if they're able to use Bitcoin or be rewarded in Bitcoin, maybe that that business owner can say, hey, you're going to help me get, uh, you know, Jerry who comes here every Monday. Now I see him coming on Wednesdays as well. Right. Uh, that's twice a week, you yeah. know, with an uh, average order value of like, let's say 20 bucks. Right. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Compound that over time. And the lifetime value of that customer could be massive. Absolutely. And we have to think too, like most of these small, you know, medium-sized brick-and-mortar businesses, they don't really have some sort of network effect. They don't have like – they're not Amazon or Starbucks or like they don't have this they don't have their own app generally. They don't they have a website and an Instagram page and a Facebook and they have someone else that's managing it and that costs a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. And it never really like closes the deals. Like you're going to get the word out there, but it's it's difficult. There's really no application where that's that's very feasible for the business where there can be all of these small business like network on it where you can purchase products and services, gift cards, all their stuff while getting rewarded. It's so, like the consumer has to bounce around between all these different apps to find all these different businesses. And and really what we're trying to create in a way is like a it's almost like a like a like a hyper localized like Amazon marketplace in a way for like brick and mortar, not for delivery. We 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 don't fulfill any deliveries. But yeah, we can also no. plug people into businesses who are online and do their own business, like all in one, all in one place. Like you're not going to see Wendy's or Starbucks on our app. We don't care about that. We're coming from the bottom up, grassroots. There are other companies that are coming from the top down, and that's also very important. We think that we can meet them halfway, and and we think the bottom up grassroots approach is far more powerful and more sustainable. Totally. And uh, you know, if we can empower. Millions and millions, hundreds of millions, billions of people are going to be empowered by Bitcoin. Totally. If we can move the needle just a little faster on that, even if it's like one small business at a time, get them Bitcoin into their pocket before all the corporations, you know, do this faster. I think it's really going to level the playing field. I'm not anti-corporation. I'm pro-small business. Yep. Right. Uh, Matt and I talk regularly here obviously about bitcoin park or constantly about bitcoin park and we, it's just our first mantra is don't die make sure the lights <laughs> yeah. stay on and we are you know hustle hard without compromising any of our values in order uh to be here so that when we can build the things that we want to build uh for the community mm-hmm. um so speaking of which wait by the way uh 
using Bitcoin Park as a guinea pig, I am curious, okay, how do we, you know, we've got from Slide Hustle to um, LaCroix or like coffee sales mm -hmm. to, uh, or potential coffee sales um, to uh, other things. How would we on, how would you onboard us into? Yeah. Yeah. So currently, you know, you guys are using IBEX, mm -hmm. right? You could use BTC Pay Server. You could use Strike. You could use Bitcoin Beach Wallet. Wait, Breeze as well? No, Breeze doesn't really have the, the like the API because it's okay. all like on the mobile only. There's no, but we can basically utilize any service that has some sort of API where we can generate invoices. So what this means is as a business, you can select any Bitcoin payment provider you wish, whether it's a self-sovereign setup for the 0.1% of businesses that are interested in that, which is awesome, or the 99% you know, percent of businesses that just need like, I don't even know how this works. Can like, can you just point me in a direction of something that can help me get connected and IBEX, Strike, whatever? Yeah, which brings up another point. One thing I want to do is like, I want to have all of these terminals. Whenever, you, if you're a business out there that wants to experiment with a product, uh, hit me up in a DM. Uh, I want to bring your product on site. You have a, a, a use me as a guinea pig. I want to have all of these like terminals kind of just set up. Right. And so like have people and myself included um, using these different uh, uh, terminals because I do think there is a uh, there's a really interesting way, especially with this community, to just to do some um, client experiments mm -hmm. here. If you R and D. Aren't, uh, we could, uh, I mean, that is, I, I hope with the meetups as well as the workshops and so on that more businesses, and actually in October, I'm going to announce it uh, later today, uh, or uh, it will be announced by the time this podcast goes off. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sam from the founder and CEO of Hoseki, mm -hmm. he's going to come in uh, October <laughs> and he's going to do a whole demo of his proof of reserves platform. That's I, what it was. I literally texted him this morning. I was like, hey man, I want to get you on the panel at ABC next month. Oh shit. And he's like, I'm going to be in Nashville. Like, Why are you coming to Nashville for? I'm in here right now. This is, I didn't check my messages <laughs> since then, but <laughs> that's, that's awesome. so funny. Um, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> so we have a, uh, a and I'm probably going to move because the, the Austin Bitcoin club, you said is like on the first Wednesday of every month. First Thursday. First Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll move. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, do a different uh, time. And mine may <laughs> jump around a little bit, but anyways, oh, yeah. I was saying was getting these folks that have, somewhat of a product market fit, you know, or maybe not product market fit yet, mm -hmm. or have definitely accelerated product or founder market fit mm -hmm. and want to experiment with a really tight community. Right. I want to bring that to life for yeah. sure. And so again, I digress, but like you're saying, you get me that, uh, so we're using IBEX currently. Yeah. We're going to experiment with all of them and right. we're potentially using uh, others, but IBEX right. right now, we give you a developer token. Yeah, and actually, we just realized that we don't even so the developer token for those who don't know is is basically just gives us the ability to generate invoices. So worst we can do is pay you, right? But we actually just we just found out. Um, I'm shocked that we didn't already know this, honestly. But actually, all we need is just the BPT ID, the Bitcoin Payment Terminal ID, and that's all we need. And and we can so that's it what makes was, the process easier. So a BPT is a Bitcoin payment terminal, which is right. uh, specific to IBEX terminology. Mm -hmm. um, which so Bitcoin I think is, point of sale, number pad, you know, yeah, exactly. punch it in. Yeah. So we have one in the cafe that we call the bodega. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's say we do a uh, another business, like or merch sales. We do right. a different um, BBT. Mm -hmm. Then we could develop a different developer token and provide that to you. And then you right. could offer a different reward or incentive, if you will, exactly. for that. 
Exactly. Awesome. So effectively, if you wanted to do like, oh, hey, you buy a shirt and hey, you can pay with fiat or maybe here there's no fiat. Maybe there's no fiat here. But, you know, some people in Everly me like, oh, I got my card. Bitcoin Park, uh, Michael. <laughs> not fiat park. It's not. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Actually, see, April Fool's. We should probably do something <laughs> like that and rebrand yeah. and have a fiat. Pro- write that fiat down, park. Tom. <laughs> Bitcoin is dead. So long live fiat. Fiat Park. List out all of the uh, obituaries like on that <laughs> website and just go through them all as like the redirect. <laughs> our site or we don't even have a site uh we just have the meetup page meetup.com right. forward slash bitcoin park um to that, that yeah matters. hey i mean so you know it's a little different for you guys right but most businesses have fiat paying consumers and you know maybe the business actually wants bitcoin or they're they're like there are more business owners that are that are intrigued by bitcoin than, yeah. than one thinks i mean there's been studies recently like 75 percent of three quarters of businesses are like oh yeah we plan to accept we we plan to accept bitcoin in the next 24 months. And it's like, yeah. shit, well, I'm going to make sure that they follow through with that plan. Like, that's my, that's my job. Like, but, I but I, sorry, I went off, went off track a little bit. Basically you can say, look, let's say this isn't Bitcoin park. Okay. And you're like, we want to sell these shirts. We really want people to pay a Bitcoin. So what we're going to do is we're going to give it 3%, 5%, 10%, whatever they want. However much that Bitcoin is worth of that business, they can give a suitable discount uh, if they pay in Bitcoin. So on Oshi, you can promote that, right? And all we would need is like the Bitcoin payment terminal ID or the a- invoice API key from one of these platforms. Um, so whenever they go in the app and they say, oh, this is cool. Like if I pay with Bitcoin and buy this shirt or this coffee or this drink or whatever, I'm actually going to get like some Bitcoin, quote unquote, cash back. So, you know, they can purchase it in the app. They get the rewards instantly which they can withdraw and by rewards it's actual satoshis right but for legal purposes it's it's rewards um and and they get like a basically a proof of purchase so right now like you're basically relying generally on the consumer that walks up and buys a drink to be like one dollar punch it in you know, in, in the iPad, and then they scan it with their phone, and that's fine. And and businesses, we get set up with these Bitcoin payment terminals. The employee punches it in and turns it to the customer. It's fine. It's a great experience. We say, like, what if we could just have them, like, already have purchased these different items, um, and they just, like, present, like, the proof of purchase, and the Bitcoin was already received by the business into their IBEX account or Strike account or whatever, and it's just so easy for the staff. It's so seamless. And we're working to make it more seamless. Like there's only so much point of sale integrations we can do, but that's kind of like one of the value props as well. Like you can buy something, get the sats back and you just show it. Hey, here you go. Here's what I bought. It's on my phone. Like now I'm going to avoid it. It's like a a coupon or so I feel like really, uh, subscription businesses that you then deliver a product could be really valuable here because you're taking in that, uh, proof of purchase um, let's it, can you collect information like mailing address and so on in Oshi as well yet? We no? don't have that yet. Like okay. we we're literally like you put an email in, and we're even getting you know I wouldn't say we're getting there's like one person out of like five thousand know, people or whatever, but they're like, why do I have to put in my email for this? And it's like, well, I mean, look, you can use a dummy email. I get it. Um, we'll we'll do better, but yeah, we don't collect any sort of personal information at all, other than an email that you can use a dummy email but if for the business though like if they wanted to yeah. have them redeem something on their website and they need it shipped then that personal information is only held by the business itself that you 
just purchased their product from, not us. We don't even know. So here I'm thinking it out. Okay, so let's say we do this thing where we ship once a quarter something uh, and our part, uh, our local business is the one fulfilling it. They can buy on the Oshi app. Mm-hmm. Then they can go to the site, let's say, enter the code. Then it's like, all right, you proof of purchase, enter in your delivery uh, mailing address. And so it's up to the small business owner then to hold that information. Exactly. Oshi doesn't even roll. know. We have no idea. Yeah. Like, and that's how we want it. Like, that's kind of how, that's the beauty of this where, like, we're not the wallet. So, and, you know, if a lot of these wallets that most people are going to be using, they are KYC'd. Yep. In the, in, in the interim, at least, at least as an introductory thing. And, hey, they're already swiping their cards everywhere, and that's fully KYC'd. But Oshi is like this middle layer where it's like, we don't know what wallet you paid with. We don't know who you are. Yeah, the wallet that you use might know. But the business doesn't know who you are either, like the, the lightning service provider. But it's just, just between the business owner and and the consumer, not like the actual merchant. But about the subscriptions, yeah, we'll be doing stuff like that with Beef Initiative too. Oh yeah, because yeah. we can't quite do like Bolt Twelve isn't fully out yet. There's there's LNURL, but I don't know. A lot of the wallets don't support it. Yeah, like a quarterly subscription where you pay up front, and maybe they'll ship you a box a month or whatever. Uh, like that's kind of the best workaround for now, I think. But yeah, absolutely, like spot on, exactly how you described it. That's where I think we'll, um, to help sustain this uh, place is I really want to get into that and meeting like community members that are consuming and have some skin in the game around the products and say, yep, thumbs up. That's a great product that we could do locally produced, globally distributed, similar to what we want to do with the uh, Bitcoin Park podcast feed. Like Matt and I have a vision around all this great content that we're building here, locally produced, because Look, even though this campus is pretty awesome and massive, it's finite. I mean, we cannot invite like, right. you know, nor do we want, I mean, nor do I want to because I want to be able to shake everyone's hand and have really good conversations with folks. But how do we get that content out to the world, which I think is great evergreen uh, Bitcoin focused content? Well, we're going to globally produce it on a uh, Bitcoin Park podcast feed. We'll have to talk about that more later because I have a lot of ideas there too and yeah. And a lot of it was inspired by kind of what you guys were doing. Like I was coming to these meetups. Anyway, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff to unpack there. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it. All right. So now you have a small business owner to your point where you're like, okay, so you've simplified it so much. You removed all this friction. You want new customers. You want more money, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, what if there's a way, and as we build um, some brand reputation here, to um, co-produce uh, different local uh, experiences or products and then globally distribute that and then they get a new customer and then hopefully they fulfill on their end of our promise of their own products and services in that regard. Not to have like thousands of products, maybe one or two or whatever, a handful. Um, that's something that's been uh, top of my mind mm-hmm. and um, – something I'm going to be building up for 2023. Heck yeah. That's for amazing. Sure. Yeah. So, and so like that's where the Oshi side does come in because if you build out, like I think the first thing, you just got to download the Oshi app. So mm-hmm. by the way, where do, can people download the app? Soshi.tech. There's some download links there. Um, okay. I believe, yeah, it's available on, on Android, iOS. We actually have a web app too that's, it's not really polished, but it's there like just in case, you know, they like, take it off the app store. Don't worry. Yep. Um, you can also get it from the like D-Google 
okay. App Store too. I don't know how it got on there, but it's on there. I'm glad it is. Anyway, <laughs> for very this. cool. Yeah. The uh, so first, I think as a consumer, download the app, and then also as a business owner, I mean, you should probably download the app and, and experiment with it. Um, and then it's like, all right, you know, what are those type of? And I will say this. Let me back up. Bitcoin is hard. Like I'm leading a workshop here later today, and I'm going to actually lead with that and say it's taken me three weeks. Brandon was kind enough to keep coming back to Bitcoin Park. Brandon, the founder, and his family of Beck's Farmhouse Coffee. Mm -hmm. But he was very curious because he's like, Rod, you're telling me about all these, you know, in general, he kind of gets Bitcoin now. And so he really wants to learn more about it. And now he's going to, you know, utilize Bitcoin um, with his business. Mm -hmm. So he took the time and, and, and leaned into this. Yeah. But I mean, for, and I, I, again, these are the products and I do like them a lot, but there's all trade-offs and everyone's going to get better over time. Mm -hmm. But from Ibex, right? Like the display, the sats were not lining up and, oh yeah, we're, it's a little bug. We're going to fix it. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. But as a business owner, you're like, is that my, my is my money yeah. there? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, a river. River's great. Yeah. Uh, I recommend that we mm -hmm. use them for Bitcoin uh, banking. Uh, the KYC process in their defense, I mean, they have to do it. It is part of the process. That's part of the trade-off. It's just like how many pieces of information do we need to give to go and verify that identity? Right. Uh, from invoicing, you know, like actually ZapRite's been pretty cool, but there's like mm -hmm. little things here and there um, to then Oshi, right? Then it's like, okay, we went through that gauntlet now. And it's like, <laughs> all right, let's go get now down, like copy and paste a developer token and give it to me. And, you know, like <laughs> even though you yeah. think it's so easy, right? you need that person and i'm happy to do this uh, yeah. for local nashville businesses that want to onboard into bitcoin right i'm happy to help and host you here at bitcoin park yeah and go through that process yeah, but yeah. um i i'm so bullish and optimistic about the future and i think bitcoin will slowly over the next five ten or hopefully sooner ten years vanish into the background and it'll just be sats that are streaming and we'll call it different things yeah and i hope th these cool kids will come up with different names yeah it's i i see it no other way like if within the decade like majority of people are not using bitcoin i think something went seriously wrong uh like i've been yeah i just i'll just never whenever i first started uh building out oshi and the, the idea and the incentive structure behind it um it was like you know well, it was like 2018 but 2020, like during the lockdowns and everything, we were at Bitblock Boom and we sat down with a few people and we're like, how long is this going to take? You know? And and it's like, if it doesn't happen by 2030, something's wrong because like there's so much happening. And even just in like two years, yeah, the amount that has happened, like positive things that have happened in Bitcoin it just I, I can only imagine what it's going to look like even two years from now. I couldn't <laughs> like, agree more, my man. It's insane. So I uh, can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, by the way, I misspoke on the pod with Slim. I kept on reiterating we're doing this. The, you brought it up. But uh, Tennessee Beef Initiative Micro Summit is actually going to be on December 7th here in Nashville, Tennessee. You're coming back for that. Yeah, most likely. Okay, yeah, yeah, you bet. Um, you it, bet. By the way, it's not on Austin Bitcoin Club because it's the following week, by the way. So you're, right. you're good on Perfect. that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're good on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. Um, and that, and I feel like these kind of experiments with um, get like a beef initiative because I feel like is the beef initiative one of your biggest lead gen uh, folks or like word yeah. of mouth? Yeah, right now for sure. I mean, Slim, <laughs> Slim is like, he is our marketing department right yeah, that's now. That's like, awesome. We... 
we partnered up over a year ago and like we really had this desire to help propagate this message of like we're already all about local community stuff like that and then i was already kind of down the the regenerative ag rabbit hole a bit my co-founder jp was like way down into like he was already like full carnivore like he was and so this is like a match made in heaven so we've just been like helping each other out he he does he you know he talks about us a lot. We help him with the tech side of things. Like we're onboarding ranchers. You know he's referring us ranchers. We get him set up. We walk into the pot. Like it's been an awesome relationship, and we're we're so fortunate. Um, it's just it's fantastic. Like I, I don't have too much more. <laughs> it's 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 fantastic. Rock and roll. I mean, I could talk to you for hours, which yeah. we are going to for the, over the next uh, couple of days, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. But um, are there any uh, – what's a good handoff for folks to follow you and stay up yeah. to date with Oshi? Yeah. So uh, we're Oshi app on Twitter. Um, by myself, you can follow me on Twitter. It's Michael Atwood, but it's uh, it's at D-O-O-O-W-T-A. Duta is like my last name back. Triple, triple. Triple O's. Triple O. Triple O's. Um, and yeah, I mean I would just say like I'm so stoked to be here for this meetup of meetups that you guys have put together. Like this is, I'm going to OSHA pill some people because the idea here is this is a grassroots movement and using the passion of literally the most passionate people on the face of the earth, these totally. Bitcoin meetup organizers to propagate Bitcoin adoption into their own local community. Like, I'm just so stoked, man. Thank you so much for for having me and setting all this up. Amen, brother. We couldn't be... We're so fortunate to have you here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, I'm very happy to have this conversation. And I'm really looking forward to the next one. That's for sure. Bullish. Bullish. Cheers, man. (laughs) Take it easy. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Michael as much as I did. Showing small businesses how to use Bitcoin to both embrace a better system and grow their customer base is a mission I wholeheartedly believe in and one that Michael and Oshi continue to champion. If you're enjoying the pod and want to automatically stay up to date, please like and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app and make sure auto-download is on. This would also mean the world to me. So what else do I do in Bitcoin? I curate a morning email about Bitcoin at wakeupwithbitcoin.com. You can skim for 30 seconds or dig in for 30 minutes. The choice is yours and it's free, so consider joining. Lastly, come visit us in Nashville at Bitcoin Park. The Bitcoin community here in Nashville continues to grow and get stronger. We hinted at a number of events, workshops, and meetups. More to come on this, especially in 2023. So if you want to be the first to know, join our meetup page at bitcoinpark.co and check the show notes for this episode for a link to the Bitcoin Park Discord server that you could stay connected with us. Until next time. <laughs>